0: This episode, I interviewed Tad Kluska, my wife's grandfather, who was born in 1912 in Poland. Tad has had a huge impact on my life. When I met him, I was working for the government in my first job out of school, and I was just happy to have a job, but I wasn't enjoying it. It wasn't really what I wanted to do. And Laura had told me a few stories about him, specifically his experience in World War II being in a forced labor camp in Germany, working multiple jobs for 30 plus years, and I assumed he was just going to be like Clint Eastwood's character from Gran Torino. Except he was the opposite. He was all smiles and friendly right away. Once I got speaking with him and learned about how resourceful he was, a switch went off in my brain. I quit my job and took the first one I could get in marketing to really pay my dues and do what I actually enjoyed, and I left my cushy government job behind. I also took an interest in DIY, specifically with cars, and as you'll hear in these interviews, he has a knack for just figuring things out, and to me, it was contagious. When I heard he was going to be in town for Thanksgiving, I packed my gear and went to dinner. I wasn't really sure if he'd be comfortable speaking as he's somewhat private, but not in the way where he hides things, he just doesn't think he's important enough to be recorded. Some of the audio isn't great as this was impromptu and we did it in the living room, but I'm excited to get his story out, and for my kids, his great-granddaughters, to listen to this one day. In part one, we talk about his life in Poland, a bit about the war, I didn't want to prod too much how he met his wife, his migration to Montreal, Canada, and what life looked like for him at that stage. Enjoy.
1: Why don't we start over? Sure. Like I say, I was going to school, and I have to quit the school because my mother died. So my father couldn't handle all these kids together, so he married after one year. So, I didn't like my stepmother, so I have to I leave. I left home. I went down to work for for somebody else
0: when you left, did you know where you were going to go? How did you know where to go?
1: I was going well, I was going anywhere that's another problem. I didn't know where it was going, but some my father somehow helped me out with to get with somebody else that they needed a little help like watching uh, cows on a pasture and things like that so, on a farm <laughs> so that's what it was so it was not the last thing very long because you know it was then and uh, the war comes up mm-hmm. when i was war, war was i uh, was in the fall september
0: mm-hmm.
1: i was home with my father with the with the people around what i was working for and in may the germans comes and take me down to germany work over there as a first laborer.
0: And, and what did you do? Was it another farm?
1: I was going on another farm. Okay. I was doing this all kind of work on Germany. park. it was a different one, working in the fields, going. Yeah. They didn't watch the cows because they had them in the pastures. You know, they was uh, all fenced out and mm-hmm. things like that. So I was there in Germany since uh, 45 something i like that. i was working until 45 and 45 the war finished the german lost the war yeah so i i i didn't i didn't stay. they see the 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 international organization they call it IRO or whatever they call them then they take all these foreign people from german camps camp not camps but i was not in the camps i was on a private
0: farm oh the farm sorry okay. yeah
1: so they put them in the camps then.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you remember when the war was over? Did the Germans just leave? How did you know the war was over?
1: Well, the well, the, the Americans comes over to my to the place oh. I was working. Okay. With the with the guns and things like that. But like it was private. It was just and they knew all the things about it. What was going on? Because the information they seems to me they were very well. So there was so many foreign people. Yeah, that's why they try after just a short period they just get them out from the farms from the uh, from the Germans farms and things like that and put them in the camps because the army was not there mm-hmm. the the gar the barracks the army uh, the, the army barracks was empty. So, so we took those to people there, and the the kitchen was, over there, everything facility was there was not yeah. the damaged. Right. They used to, we used to go on a soup line then. Yeah. Everybody, there you know, a, a bunch of people, yeah. women and men and all together mixed up.
0: And you, was everyone speaking
1: Polish or German? Well, everybody spoke German then because he was in Germany.
0: And so, do you speak German, or did you speak German then? Well, I speak German because I was four
1: years in Germany during the war. Oh, okay, yeah, I per- I spoke perfect German.
0: When's the last time you spoke German?
1: Oh, last time when, I, when then after that nobody wants to speak German. <laughs> right, we yeah. was only staying there until we get in the camps. Everything was their own. Different camps, it was different Polish camps and all uh, international camps and yep. that everybody was going around. And they were trying to get everybody else out from this. Mm-hmm. They were trying to put everybody back home, but since I didn't want to go home because my, uh, my, my place was taking over Russians. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, the, the Europe was divided. That's right. After the war, it was part of it was Russian, part of it was English, part of it was Americans, or you know, mm-hmm. certain sections. Right. So first thing we was in the under American uh, section. Then it was transferred to me. They they transferred the the jurisdictions to the English the sections and
0: and then to the Russians. That was the,
1: the, no? The, I never was under the Russians. After the war, no, after the war. Oh, okay.
0: Or there was east of Germany. I east was in Germany. the west part. So you didn't want to go back home.
1: I uh, I didn't want to go back home because I didn't have nothing there to, to go back for. Because I was, everything was dis- destroyed and everything else. My sisters was my one brother was or two, one brothers was in Germany and the other one was somewhere. I never met him somewhere. them my brothers wow. I never met.
0: And how did you decide Canada, or did you decide?
1: Well, I was decided to go somewhere, to the States or something, because I had some uncles in the States. But uh, there was no immigration to the States, they said they don't take anything, they take certain people, you know, it was selection. But we were still selected because then, uh, then they, they, the war finished sometime in May and later on a couple of months they was looking for some people working on a farm in, in Canada. Okay. So by the time we get through the, the, all the process and everything else because it's was transferred from one camp to the another and then finally to Italy in a camp there
0: you went to Italy,
1: yes. Oh, okay. I was going through as a transit for through Italy. Then we decided, finally, we get come to Canada.
0: So and you were married at this point.
1: We went in a well. We married in the camps. We was living to you know. It was for couple of years
0: uh, on the farm.
1: No, in a in a bank, in a camps.
0: Okay, so after after the Americans came, you were in a camp and you got yeah, married there.
1: You get married. Oh, okay, I a understand. Lot of people get married like crazy because
0: right after the war.
1: And like I say, I know my wife because we used to have a visit. We used to allow for a while. Visit from one time, from one car, time to another. Oh, okay. I had I had a friend of mine. I was going to school. We have somehow connected, and then he was about eight kilometers or something like that from the place, and there was another family. It was come from Poland. They take the old family. Okay. His father was working in a, in a, in a saw, sawmill, and they was building up boxes for America, for the ammunition to send out to the front, you know, things like that. So we was kind of visiting. So I visited my wife. I know her. She was uh, 18, years, 11 years old or something like that. For a couple of years, we we visiting over there. Yeah. And finally, they closed it. And then after that, when America comes, they hired everybody together with my wife in the camp again.
0: And you met her again?
1: and then after a while we just get to somehow and then we get married and mm-hmm. well, i didn't say i like her she was a nice quiet person and things like that so that's what we started after we started in canada
0: and when you came you you came on a boat do you remember that trip
1: finally i was going slowly and then going from one place to another and then then we make an application and we was accepted. And then we went down from Germany. There was a Germany, those camps was in Germany because they have lots of room there because it was all barracks, Army barracks was empty mm-hmm. because the army was not there anymore. We get we to get together somehow and we get married in, in Germany, so.
0: And then uh, you get accepted into Canada. And you have to go through Italy to get to Canada? Well, you
1: know, the, the boats was coming from uh, from Italy. Okay. You know, so there, then we have to go from Germany to Italy. We stay there for a week or so, and then we you know, push on the border. He was traveling. How long? Well, it takes about five days, seven days, something like that. You know, there was a slow motion. ground, And we didn't even have a good food or anything on it, you know. Yes. Yeah. There was, just, they was they got, boats was higher too for transportation and then you know there yeah. was, everybody was stealing things what you supposed to get somebody else took it you know but nobody was complaining because they can't do it nobody was complaining everybody wants to get out from germany because they was talking about another war united states and uh, and russia
0: okay yeah
1: so very very was sure so everybody tried to get skip everywhere
0: so when the war was over people weren't like okay it's done they thought another one was coming
1: well that that 's what I was afraid of, you know because but uh, you know th- that thing didn't materialize for somehow, so I, the fear was there because you know we've been going through war all the time for, for so many years
0: yeah, so you get to Canada and you go straight to Montreal I went down to Halifax, we came from to,
1: to Halifax first, and from Montreal from Halifax we come to Montreal they have a transition camp, there okay. was uh, some, some sort of a place. There used to be a, a place that they, uh, people working in ammunition, ammunition plant. Okay. And they was, then they was empty now, so they have uh, places for, peace, for people, displaced people. They call us a displaced
0: people. Right. Not refugee.
1: Well, refugees. Refugees are come now. Now, now, yeah. refugee. But yeah. we was displaced persons. Oh, okay, we was actually displaced persons. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody was in Germany, they was displaced from their homes. That's right. over. Yeah. They was placing people here and there, and then we get place. We supposed to go on a farm. Yeah. But since it comes in September. The farms didn't want anybody, so put us in domestic work. So I have. I was a, a butler then in domestic work. I have to learn how to serve to the tables and everything else. So.
0: And Henry told me that he was born in the house where you were a butler. Yes, he was. And uh, he, he told me that the people that you were a butler for were, were nice to you and they were your friends and helped you get a job
1: after? He we we was very good. He was very, see, he was American.
0: Oh, okay.
1: He was American, and uh, he was going to France. He was in uh, France Okay. for the, I don't know the company, probably uh, because he was working for Dupont or religion. So they send him on places like this. They send him in France. His two boys was from, born in France, and then after that he was transferred to Buenos Aires, South America, yeah. and then after that he came to Canada, and he was uh, the, he was looking for help mm-hmm. in Canada if he was already the week, was the vice president almost then yeah his wife come over to pick up to pick us up and they weren't looking for a cook and things like that good housekeeper and things like they did so she was kind selected me and my wife for working in this house
0: and who who trained you who, sh- who showed you for, for
1: for what how to be a butler nobody shows you things you learn it yourself you know you have so you
0: to- just watched and then
1: well, they they did dress you up. They but have equipment, uh, dresses, and then you have to wear a black jacket and white shirt and dark like, pants. Yeah. They, they did dress up. Yeah. Well, you know, you, they show you one day, and then you know how to. They okay. They show you what, what how to, how to put the plates in and, and food in, and then which are the way to take the plates out from the things, and how to set the table. Well, you can show me one time. You are not not that not yeah. green, don't blow. It's blue.
0: not that complicated. Don't
1: yeah, right. have complicated work. You yeah, know. it's just the same thing every day. Yeah. And uh, then have drinks for them and uh, prepare the drinks and things that way, the old man shows you how to make a drink, so I just can do it you.
0: Know? So they showed you they didn't have other butlers to show you. No, no.
1: They, they show me how to do it and then uh, you know they, they give you a measurement and says you put so much and so much well, they will change your day or whatever or soda depends what you like somebody because if they have a guest. They have something else, so yeah. you have to know which one is soda, which one is ale, ging- and...
0: And which guest likes what?
1: Which guest guests like Some scum, have a yeah. scotch, some have a rice, okay, uh, some have a, just a gin or something like that. Yeah. You, know, so you have to know these things.
0: So you were like a bartender, too? Well, I was... I, you learn
1: fast, you know, and you have to, you know, it's not, it's not that hard when you, when you... When the housework is not very hard.
0: Uh, and how did you get into the paint factory after that did he well after that when i, I had a one contract one year contract with the company okay uh, after you were a butler or at the same time
1: no when I, when i come to canada they place me down and there was only one year maximum minimum that you stay in one place okay i could stay there all the time he says hi hey, because if you wanted to stay I can put your kids to school and everything else, he wants to do it, but I says, I, you don't want to be a servant every time, you yeah. know, you like yeah. to be on your own a little bit. Yeah. Finally, I well, we was talking, and because we started to learn for English pretty, pretty fairly, he was a part of the, of uh, DuPont and CIL, yeah. so he placed me there in CIL for a job.
0: And you're like twenty years old, twenty one, around there. It was around that. Yeah. yeah okay.
1: They put me at a, as a as a as a janitor and and cleaning up places, the office and everything else. But I don't wanted to stay there long, so I applied another job, another job. <laughs> and finally, I went to school. For, for being an electrician? For, for, uh, for being a mechanic. Okay. And then an electrician. I just was like to float, figure out this. So I was thinking uh, when I get out of it,
0: i have. Uh,
1: I going to open my business.
0: And what business was that? For
1: whatever business I wanted to do, some, some my shop or something like that, a repair shop or something yeah. that. I was handy on it. But this thing materialized because I get sick before I get...
0: Tell me about uh, life in Montreal. Like, did you get to have some fun? And, uh, because Henry's told me stories about drinking. Well, drink, <laughs> but, so, but you don't talk about that too much. Know,
1: people, you know, are drinking a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are drinking lots Because everybody was, you know, deprived of a lot of things. And then the freedom comes in. And somebody abuses freedoms, you know, too. Yeah, they they become uh, uh, nonsense sometimes because I, I, some of them sometimes sometimes they have the they comes to the house they 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 never think it's the end of the bottle and things like that and yeah. then they get to make a pig of themselves and things like that. So it was not very pleasant sometimes, but you know we need everybody needs company because we yeah. couldn't speak English very well. Everybody was just working and then and they gathering together
0: and this is the polish community
1: It was not exactly the polish polish community but from the beginning he was nobody okay we was gathering in a in my my house whatever whatever you know he didn't mind that. yeah so we have a big playroom so we say have a bunch of people I have been drinking and things like that yeah but i we are trying to just get them in and out not to 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 get uh, cause problems uh, some problems because I was kind of careful about it too. my my opinion too, you know for somebody else's too
0: yeah
1: well it's, 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 a, it's a life it was different and but it was a serving life. you get tired of it after a while, so we move on, on our own mm
0: hmm and CIL, they treated you pretty well, right? Because you figured well, out how to do it. They
1: treated me pretty good because I was I was quite smart, you know. Yeah. I was good advancing very, quite fast. Mm-hmm. And I first, as soon as I moved out, I rent. I have rented one for about one year, a couple, a couple months or something like that. We all we bought a whole house.
0: Do you remember how much it cost? Five hundred dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars. A thousand dollars for a house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Was all cottage very nice outside, but not very nice inside. Everything is was by, by cardboard, like you know, they didn't have a plaster, okay. plasterboard then. Yeah. When they was building it, you know, there was a, like a beaver board, just hard hard cardboard okay. sheets, and every the joint they was made with a piece of molding, and you know, every for eight feet.
0: So no insulation.
1: Was there was no insulation in it, so that's it was cool, you know. So. Yeah. But they, they, it was already furnace, you know. There used to be a coal furnace, but somebody changed it for, uh, for oil, I think, and, and things like that. So we just stayed there for, uh, I don't know, 11 years
0: we stayed there, Henry. Was Henry born? In the- oh, yeah, Henry, you were already Henry born. I was born on a uh, domestic world. Right. Do you remember that house, Henry? I remember
1: he was going to school too already then. Okay. And this was in the city? Yeah, in, in, in Westmount, yes, but yeah. after that on, on, a, on a Plamondon.
0: So you buy this house and you have to fix it all up inside?
1: Well, this one we have to fix it up because it was very bad, you know, it was looking like so heavy. We bought the jeep rocks and things like that. And we plastered it up and we were sending it. He didn't know how to use it then because it was no experience. so. We put a lot of plaster in, and then you wanted to sl- send it down after that, because you want to make a flat walls, you know, yeah, so we stayed there for a while about eight years, ten years, something like that. And then after that, we bought another one, new one, yeah. duplex, oh, okay,
0: the first car you bought. do you remember this? I didn't buy
1: first car. I just got it to give it to me.
0: Someone gave you a car. Was it working?
1: Well, it was working, but it was all rusted My by, by, the, by the headlights, you know, was all empty and things like that. He gave me an old viewing, Uling Deluxe, you know, 50, 1951. Okay. So I, I had a lot of work with do, you know, I was doing everything and painting it and everything else. And fixing it up because it was leaking oil or the seal was broken, so I have to take the transmission out. I almost crushed my bare, bare chest with it.
0: This is when it almost fell on you.
1: Yeah, what is a Dynaflo? dinaflo it's a dinoflo, dinoflo, the, the big transmission, you know.
0: Did it actually land on you? It was sure. It was
1: almost crushed me, but you know, I just, I was hands uh, protected, protected exactly. But it was still, still coming partially. I didn't fall. Yeah. But it slowed down. So, but after that, I have to go underneath and put it on my chest
0: and lift it up. To put, put it back? in
1: a place. So that was not easy.
0: No. You've put your chest and lungs through a lot in lung, your life. A lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Your heart, well, your chest. I was and... strong. My chest and my arm was very strong all times. time. Yeah. So I, I don't know. what did the good. So well, it was not working. But was going through this. do we, we go to the States with it? Yep. With a big Buick?
0: Where did you go in the States?
1: The, the, from here to Pennsylvania.
0: Why did you go there? Did you know people there? I have some. Uh, f- my br- father brother was there. Okay, your uncles are there. Yeah. yeah. And how did you even get in contact with them?
1: Well, somehow we had. A, I had an address, but I didn't know. I know where they are. Where? Okay. But I didn't know the the, the 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 exactly place where they were. Yeah. So I was talking to my uh, to my boss, mm-hmm. what I work for. And he was going through the states and things like that, and then he, well, for them it was no easy, they get a, a, a map, and, and they could read and things like that, and told me exactly, told me how to do it, where to go, which way to go.
0: So you wrote it down?
1: I wrote it down, and I wrote my map, and things like that, I was going. From one town. Yeah. And it was transferred from one that I marked the roads, which were to go to another road, and again again, put the numbers on the highways. Yeah. I went studying the
0: map. And then we get there. Yeah. You took the whole family and you went. <laughs> well, it was only him and. Okay. All right. Uh, Richard wasn't born yet. No. No. Was it easy getting into the. United States back was then. No, no problem. There was no border, nothing. You
1: can just you just drive. Just
0: route. Okay. You
1: say you use use papers when you go on a border, and they just let you go. So okay. Easy. Nobody cares.
0: Have you ever gone back to Europe? No. 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 You you haven't left Canada and U.S. right?
1: I went from Europe, from Germany, at one time, one time to Europe, but uh,
0: for, but I mean, oh. since since you've been in Canada, you so, haven't really uh, left. I never went anywhere to Europe,
1: no. You didn't want to, or you? I didn't have an urge to go, I didn't have nobody there to go. Except one, one sister, I have one, but uh, she was, well, they didn't have a very good contact anyway, because yeah. they wore everything else, the my mail was bad and everything else. So.
0: So I'm guessing, like, what what did you guys do in the summer? I don't know if you guys did the vacations, did you go to the cottage all year or well, all summer?
1: Uh, well, we vacationed, we didn't go very much anywhere. We built a country place and then we was going there all the time. We were going fishing and things like that.
0: So you built the place yourself? Yeah. So you went out, you found the land, you bought it? Well, he was a piece of land, I
1: bought it, we know the farmer, the, he, I bought it a piece of square from him about 500 feet in the front and about 500 feet in the back.
0: Do you remember how much that was? How much did it cost?
1: Well, it, it cost me very much, it was friend and then you okay. know, just, uh, he says he, he wants me to have it and uh, for a couple of dollars and then he has to help him out after that for uh, on the farm to do with his uh, insurance and yeah. things like that so especially a and
0: things like that so when you're building how do you get the material out there
1: well material is easy you can go to the store and they deliver it
0: okay okay that's not bad
1: but you see i get a bulldozer partly and then after that we was digging by hand from the, the, the best seller so for delivery i have to pay for it i get all kinds of secondhand lumber you know there was uh, demolishing some part yeah. of uh, for the highway yeah. in Montreal. The uh, demolishing was brand new buildings, and you can get an old old building. They come come in, they load it up on the truck and the car and dump it, and you pay only only for. Uh, for transportation, because try to get rid of it.
0: But you still had to do all the work to dig. So after <laughs> that, we have to take the, all the nails and everything else,
1: and they used to take the nails out the women and thing like they did, straighten them up. I use them again.
0: Everybody helped.
1: Everybody was helping. Oh, okay. At basement when I was digging, partly was dog. Then we dug with him and his brother, but he was the stronger one. So yeah. we dug by them by ourselves, level it up, make a foundation, a bottom footing. And then I we used to order a, a load of blocks. Yeah, and make he was mixing our cement, and we was I was laying the blocks, make a basement.
0: How how far did you have to dig down?
1: Well, about
0: four feet. Four feet? Yeah. yeah okay. Something like
1: that. You know, get
0: in under the winter. And and you made the cellar so that you could put food in there in the winter? Uh, food, uh, like I say, and storage? You get,
1: uh, water, 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 water tank and, uh, and oh, yeah. pump and things like that. You know, can't keep it outside because it freezes in the
0: winter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you
1: have to have uh, something warm place. So I just put a uh, stove down there with a chimney and then uh, use the wood.
0: And how did you know, like, um, how many rooms to put in? Like, how many rooms did it have? Just one bedroom?
1: Well, no, we have. As a, well, we used to be as a venture, in a, my my brother my sisters, because my wife won't, won't part with her sister, so we have to have a half half a half.
0: Okay, so you made it almost like two houses. Yeah. But how did you know, like, um, I'm going to put a bedroom here, a kitchen here, like the design of well, it? I don't
1: think that's that hard to do, what you just decided whenever you want a kitchen here. And, it...
0: and was it one story? Like a it was bungalow? One story, yeah. Yeah, with the yeah, cellar. It was okay. One story, yeah. So that's where you spent your summers?
1: It was only summertime and things for now. And then after that, I winterized it. I lived there for nine years when I sold my house.
0: Which house? The first one?
1: In Montreal I have another house. I had the house one one and the old one and then I bought the new one. Okay. So I was living there and then after that I, I decided to make a country place because for, for those guys. Right. They don't want him to keep him in Montreal because I was not very particular place. I like it very much. It because things. because it was highway it was highway it was going very close by so you get the smell and things like that and
0: the noise. yeah.
1: So I wasn't only really worry about those. I note myself because I says I am getting old anyway, so it doesn't make a difference.
0: So you were worried, like, the smell and the cars for the kids? So they usually go in
1: the country all summer when they would come out of school. They used yeah. to go in the summer, my wife and...
0: Did you ever want to leave Montreal, or you just thought, this is my home, I'm just going to stay?
1: Well, I didn't want, I love Montreal. Montreal was a nice town to live to, you know. It was Everything was there, it was international. Yeah. All kinds of languages you want to speak, you can speak German, you can speak French and English and... Yeah. Everyone, everybody, their own communities was talking to themselves. The, there was so many churches mm-hmm. they built up. There was the two churches in Montreal, a Polish, Polish original. Okay, they used to build them before I come over. Yeah. There was the old 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 immigration They used to come in 18.
0: Montreal had everything you needed. Why leave?
1: Montreal was widely the international. You can yeah. speak any language and do anything. Any you can buy any food or any meat or anything yeah. you can
0: get it. Yeah, Montreal was very good for that way. Okay. Well, was there anything you didn't like about Montreal?
1: Well, I didn't I didn't care. I did not like it. After that, when the when the 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 new election come in and. Uh,
0: and then the language police?
1: Language barrier, they used to pressurize people for to talk French and things like that. And then yeah. all stores become French only and things like that, you know, because then was everything was English. but
0: And that's it for part one. In part two, we get a little philosophical. We talk about Henry, my father-in-law, who I've already interviewed. And I ask him why he never went to Florida. See you next time.